Welcome everyone to the Lo-Fi Poli-Sci Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Pickering. That's right, Lo-Fi's and Lo-Fidelity. Low-quality, in-your-face, messy-as-can-be global news show. Here we're going to talk about that famous question, what's going on in the world today? I hope everyone's ready. It's Messy Monday. Messy Monday's Weekend Recap will bring you 10 fast-paced headlines from across the globe, and then a piece of humanity to send you on your way for the week. So let's get messy. The news, fresh off the press. The following three stories all come from AP News International section. We begin with a story in China. Police corral crowds as movers leave U.S. consulate in China. That's right, in retaliation for the U.S. forcing China to close the Houston consulate, wouldn't you know the Chinese forced the U.S. to close its own consulate in China? And the U.S. State Department said it was saddened by this move. But really, you couldn't have been surprised by this messiness. Next up, we move to Russia. Massive protest over governor's arrest challenges Kremlin. Several weeks ago, a governor of an eastern province in Russia was arrested, and the people are taking to the streets for his release. This is an update to a continuing story for us, as these protests have now gone on for two weeks, something extremely rare in Russia. We'll be keeping an eye on this one for sure. Now off to the Middle East we go. Arrests and clashes follow anti-Netanyahu protests in Israel. There are countrywide protests against Prime Minister Netanyahu for, well, frankly, for most everything he does. These protests are growing in size, and the number of them, across the country, having even reached his personal residence over the weekend. The following four stories all come from Reuters World News. To Thailand we go. Delicious taxes, Thai protesters use Japanese cartoon hamster to mock government. It was a protest-heavy weekend across the globe, Lo-Fi Nation, and in Thailand, where the military took over only recently letting democracy return, though it really doesn't look like democracy because the military still holds power, the next generation, the lo-fi generation, are taken to the streets and being innovated using songs based on Japanese animation advertising with a hamster in it. The most delicious food is taxpayers' money. We're watching Thailand. Well played. Now we head to Ukraine with an update there. Putin, Zelensky discuss conflict in eastern Ukraine on eve of ceasefire. The president of Ukraine and the president of Russia are trying to figure a way to end a six-year conflict in eastern Ukraine that hopefully doesn't end with Russia annexing it to become part of Russia. Though early reports are indicating that the ceasefire has already been broken, we'll have to wait and see how this develops further in the week. And talking Russia and annexing things that don't belong to them, our next story. Germany rejects Trump's proposal to let Russia back into G7 foreign minister. That's right, it used to be the G8, but Russia was booted out for annexing Crimea. The U.S. said, we should let them back in. And Germany says, I think not. And now we move to the country of Sudan to cover a tragic story there. Some 120 said to be killed or wounded in attack in Sudan's Darfur region, UN. In case you didn't know, in 2003, Dufar was the site of one of the most horrible genocides in recent history, with some estimates putting the number of around 300,000 lives lost. This story, and several other tragic events that happened over the weekend in Darfur, are bringing back fears of that time. Don't turn your head away from this story, Lofa Nation. Keep your eyes on it. Others may let atrocities of the world go by, but not here. Not us. The following two stories are from the BBC, Australia and Middle East sections, respectively. Now we move to Australia and its neighbors. South China Sea Dispute. Australia says Beijing's claims have no legal basis. The U.S. is going after China. The U.K. is going after China. And now, Australia is too. 
We've been talking about the tensions between these two countries and how it's an effort to counterbalance each other's regional economic influence. But now Australia is ramping it up. It'll be interesting to see how China responds to this declaration at the United Nations this week. Now to the Middle East we return to Iran. U.S. fighter jet challenges Iran passenger plane, Iran Media. That's right, a fighter jet did a flyby of this Iranian passenger plane, and as an update to the story, the passenger plane apparently had to make special maneuvers when reacting to the fighter, and several passengers may have been injured in the process. The latest update? The Iranian government has said that those Iranian citizens may sue the U.S. government for responsibility of their injuries. Well, good luck with that one, Iran. And our final weekend recap story to send you on your way for the week. Source, the vastness of the web. Section, and our hearts and imaginations. It was Comic-Con weekend, Lo-Fi Nation. What, can a political scientist like comics too? Of course we can. So much happened this weekend with Comic-Con International 2020 at home. Check out their YouTube page for all the great panels and discussions that went on for the weekend. There's enough content there to keep you busy until next weekend for sure. With all the messiness going on in the world today, it's good to take a break and unplug every so often. And why not read a comic or two? And that's a brief snapshot of what's going on in the world today. Stay tuned for tomorrow's episode of the 10 least free countries in the world. Always remember that lo-fi poli-sci is more than just me. It's the we that we be. Write in with questions or comments to lo-fi poli-sci at planetmail.com. Thanks for listening. Stay safe. Wash those hands. And I'll see you in the next episode of the Lo-Fi Poli-Sci Podcast. Pickering, signing off. <laughs>